Great to be with you guys. I'm hiding out in Wisconsin right now, but also analyzing what's going on in Hawaii. And let's talk about some of the strangest things happening. Podcaster and social media influencer Shervin says that on the 11th of this month, he filmed this line of what looks like stars. Are those satellites? We're right here, we're on the North shore of Kauai. And we just, right now what you're looking at is like, 20 to 30 small little lights moving in unison. He says, in less than one minute, a long string of lights appeared and disappeared. The synchronicity that took place for us to witness this at that exact moment was full on. My postulation is that this is human tech. Some would say this is Starlink. I'm not sure. Either way, we are in a trippy realm. This video was filmed by me, Chervin. Chervin filmed this on the North Shore of Kauai, 8.08 p.m. on the 11th, which was three days after the fire on Maui started. He filmed that from a separate island. Now, a lot of people are conspiracy theorizing that this was a directed energy weapon attack. One person I follow says that we can find video from all over the right places of these giant lasers hitting the earth where giant fires have happened. I have no idea if that's something that happened in Hawaii, but reports are that they had a very dry season. We've also had that in Texas. It hasn't rained in my area of Texas, in Houston, in about two months. It's been incredibly dry. Apparently Hawaii's had that too. And a fire can spread. Someone could have started a campfire or someone could have committed arson and when this first happened I'm just gonna say when the fire started in Hawaii I thought back to my visit to Hawaii in 2019 and how shocked I was at the vibe there it was a very hostile vibe from the locals to towards the tourists they could not stand tourists taking over their island and they were ready to go to war with these people uh, I mean, I took picture of one of the many people, how they would dress. They were gun-toting, militant-type people, a lot of people like that, on the island of Maui. Uh, me and my friends actually had a confrontation with one of them where we were peacefully driving on the road back home from Hana, and, and it was a very narrow road. First of all, Maui is incredibly rural and, like, wilderness. I was surprised. I thought it would be more developed and touristy, but it was just total wilderness there and we're driving through this tiny skinny road and this man stops his pickup truck with like pictures of guns on the back of the truck he, he was driving ahead of us he stops and we can't drive around him so he just confronts us he gets out of the truck and is like come at me like dude let's fight you know how dare he, I mean he somehow just knew we were tourists there uh, when in fact we were visiting a friend who actually lived there but uh, so there's a lot of venom from the Hawaiians and there was talk in 2018 of getting rid of the English language, going back to the Hawaiian language. Um, those were the discussions I was having with Hawaiians when I visited. So when I saw this fire, you know, thinking back to the Canadian wildfires in June, it turns out that arsonists were arrest arrested in Canada. You can Google and find countless articles of uh, multiple arsonists getting arrested in Canada. So arson is a real thing. And I immediately thought how easy it would have been with the growing venom from the locals that they would start a fire 
to spite the tourists, maybe burn a tourist area, and not realize how dry it had been and how out of control the fire could get. That was the most believable theory for me. That was my personal conspiracy theory, was that it was the locals who were just so fed up with the tourists that they would start this fire. But there's a talk of a lot of people about a meeting that happened in January. It was a meeting on the island of Maui, apparently, in January, with a discussion of uh, developing a 15-minute city. And basically that means anything you need would be in 15 minutes of you. And that this was a World Economic Forum wish to develop these 15-minute cities. I don't know. I'm not counting out any theories, but... The government has discussed their own directed energy weapons that they've been trying to develop for the battlefield that might stop an enemy's drone in its tracks. Despite those potential advantages. Shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. A surging national debt is bullish for gold. The debt ceiling drama ended with nominal budget cuts and a shiny new credit card with no limit for the federal government. A Bank of America senior analyst recently told the Wall Street Journal big stock market rally to be followed by a big collapse. Are you prepared to protect your retirement savings for at least another year of the current administration? The time for gold is here. Demand is soaring. Let National Gold Group show you the options for investing in precious metals like gold and silver in your retirement account and for direct delivery. Take advantage of the best deal in precious metals. Mention my channel, Ivory Hacker, and pay no fees when you roll over your IRA and invest your IRA or 401k into physical gold and silver. Qualified accounts will receive their lifetime fee waiver on rollovers through 2023. Call them at 888-617-5927. 888-617-5927. Get a free investor guide today. National Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer. Call 888-617-5927. Add the power of gold to your portfolio. Remember, there's always a risk of loss with any investment. Despite those potential advantages, DoD has had trouble getting these technologies out of the lab and into service. The Army has developed a detailed transition plan to support moving these weapons into the next stages of development. So they do have this technology, and people are wondering if it's now being used to beam a laser down from space and get the forest fire going. I'm just saying, if someone wanted to start, if the government or anyone wanted to start a forest fire, it's much much easier to sneak into the woods on, on foot and start the fire that way. So to say that there's directed energy weapons starting this fire does feel a little outlandish to me personally. Um, it's way easier to go into the woods on foot on detective and just start a fire that way. I mean, if you're beaming something down from space, more, way more people are more likely to see that and catch on, right? But Chervin did shoot this very unique footage, but this footage was after the fire was started. Now, I will say there, the fire started in four different areas of the island, which is kind of weird for me uh, uh, to think, you know, were there four different arsonists? But that being said, um, embers could have been flying through the air. You know, news reports are that wind speeds were up to 60 miles per hour on the island very windy i mean islands tend to be windy when you're out in the middle of the ocean the wind can really be going and so with 60 miles per hour wind an ember could be carried through the air to another region of the island and i can see how uh it could have just been one arsonist and then it just spread like that uh to the other areas of the island 
But let's look at some of the updates that are a little bit weird still. First of all, let's catch you up on on the latest. So there are at least 99 people dead uh, with only 25% of the burn area searched. So that death number is expected to grow according to CNN. There's more than 2,200 buildings destroyed. 86% of those were residential. So people's own homes really got burnt. The emergency sirens never activated and CNN reports Hawaii's attorney general will review fire response amid reports that firefighters encountered weak or no pressure at some hydrants and that a system of 400 disaster alarms failed to activate as the fire spread. What are the odds that fire hydrants weren't working? That they were just weak pressure? And none of these 400 disaster alarms went off. That is really bizarre. Hawaii Electric is now facing a lawsuit claiming that power lines blown over by high winds helped to cause the destructive Lahaina wildfire, though an official cause has not yet been determined, CNN reports. Why didn't Hawaii Electric turn off the power when they knew everything going on could cause damage to the lines, which would cause more fire, yet they didn't shut off the power. So now they're getting sued for that. The Maui police chief, people are talking about how Police Chief John Pelletier was also led the response in the Las Vegas 2017 mass shooting, deadliest mass shooting in American history, uh, October 1st, 2017. He was, I guess, the incident commander on the ground. Some people said he was a police chief in Las Vegas. Apparently that's not true, but he did lead the response to that mass shooting. And people are saying, what are the odds of that? Is there something to this? Did someone put him in charge in both cases because both of these things were planned by the elites? <laughs> Who knows? But he did have that experience in an extreme tragedy that apparently got him promoted to police chief on Maui, and now he's leading in another huge tragedy as well. And really talking back... Uh, yesterday in the press conference against reporters who were saying, why won't she let us go in and into the burn area and show what's really going on? And he's saying, look, have some uh, patience as we work this scene ourselves. And uh, reporters are asking for more transparency. Now, I covered the Black Forest Fire in Colorado. What year was that? 2012 or 2013? It was the worst Colorado forest fire at that point and a few families were allowed to go past the burn line into where they lived to get pets or medication and one family allowed me into their back seat of their car as I was able to cross the burn line as a reporter and when one of the police or fire officials in the burn area saw that I was a reporter with a camera in there he just chewed me out and threatened to arrest me and said, get back in their car and get the heck out of the burn area. And so this is not, my, my story here is is not uncommon for first responders to be extremely protective of a burn area. It definitely comes off sketchy to all of us. Me at the time in 2012, 2013, I was like, what is he hiding? Why can't I be in this burn area and show the people what's really going on? 
but for some reason they really protect the burn area and and maybe it's just because anything can reignite at any time and they don't want to be responsible for your death because you are a nosy reporter who went into the burn area but or maybe they are hiding something i don't know but from my experience this is not the first first responder who's been very secretive and protective in a tragedy protective of the of the burn area now i saw a report Actually, it was my friend Jimmy Levy who quoted Governor Green as saying, I'm already looking for ways for the state to acquire Lahaina. I could not find where the governor actually said that. If you have video of where he actually said that, let me know. But I did not see that the governor had actually said that. What I do have is a Time Magazine article of the governor saying that he is going to protect the burn area from being snatched up by real estate developers. Hawaii mulls ban on sales of burned houses to prevent developers from trying to steal land. Hawaiian Governor Josh Green said he would consider a temporary ban on sales of any properties damaged in the fire that leveled Lahaina last week to ensure residents aren't permanently displaced. So someone who just suffered a tragedy if they didn't have fire insurance might want to sell it to a real estate developer. It's very normal for real estate to developers to want to capitalize on an opportunity to buy great location real estate at a discounted price and the governor is preventing that now is he looking uh, preventing it because he wants to snatch it up himself i'm not sure i couldn't find where he had said that so does the governor have plans to turn this into a completely government-run area that is unclear but we do have this tweet from attorney Mike Yoder who said Maui landowners are terrified that the state of Hawaii is going to take their land and I would be too the fifth amendment's taking clause authorizes the government to confiscate private land so long as one it's used for public benefit and two just compensation is provided to the owner and the 14th amendment extends this federal power to the states I will help anyone in Maui fight to protect their land. They've lost enough already, and I refuse to let the government take even more, according to Mike Yoder. Wow. Jeff Bezos and his lady, Lauren Sanchez, say they will donate $100 million to rebuilding Hawaii. Now, follow the money if they are the source of the rebuild. They probably have a say in how it's rebuilt, and... You know, we know that they are globalists. I've covered this uh, before. The Bezos Foundation working on uh, influencing governments around the world to penalize uh, farmers for raising beef. Uh, they are working on developing lab-grown alternatives to beef. Um, and all of these strange programs for the Climate Agenda 2030 you can look at Jeff Bezos Foundation website for more details on exactly what he's just what he's working on. This is all thanks to your Amazon Prime dollars. We love ordering from Amazon. Well, this is what we get. We've turned Jeff Bezos filthy rich, and now he's enacting his weird plans. And because the weird plans are so weird on his website, a lot of people are concerned with him donating to Hawaii. Is he going to materialize his weird dreams? <laughs> in Hawaii. $100 million going to the rebuild from him. The governor of Hawaii has blamed global warming with a quote, fire hurricane. Because that level of destruction in a fire hurricane, something new to us. 
in this age of global warming was the ultimate reason that so many people perished. And we're seeing this across the media too, saying, oh yeah, you know, this is just the general development of climate change, global warming that we're, we all knew we would see. Um, fire hurricanes are now a new thing. Apparently there's a bad storm going through the Pacific Ocean that people believe helped instigate this fire. Now it's called a fire hurricane. It goes right along with the climate change agenda, which has been in the works. The elites is the prop proper term for that because we're not just talking about government officials. There's a lot of government officials who have this climate change narrative pre-planned for years now, but also elites like Jeff, Jeff Bezos, corporate, you know, huge big business owners who are in bed with government and the media elite. It was Project Veritas went undercover with a secret camera when they met with one of CNN's um, technical directors who said that once this pandemic stuff gets passed, the next big narrative we're going to focus on is climate change. Our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. Do you think it's going to be just like a lot of like fear? Like climate? Yeah, fear sells. Fear sells. Climate thing is going to take years, so... They'll probably be able to move that for quite a bit. They've already announced in our office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like it's uh, going to be our focus. What does that look like? I have a feeling it's just going to be like constantly showing videos of like decline and ice and weather warming up and like the effects of having an economy and, and really talking about it. And we're going to show disaster footage after disaster footage because the truth is disasters happen every year in some region of the globe. That's just how the climate's always been. You know, there's the, the massive droughts, floods, fires for eons around the world. But now the narrative is going to be it's because of human technology development overpopulation we're going to start blaming that when that's really always happened you know he you know he said they were going to do this i think it was two years ago that that project veritas filmed that sure enough any disaster that happens is is being blamed on climate change the editor of maui times says that she's being blocked from getting answers in the story. This narrative that the media is lying about the reality of the Lahaina fire is incredibly frustrating for me because I am the media. I am the editor of Maui Times and I have tried relentlessly to get direct information from the County of Maui as well as the Maui Police Department. Both entities have been radio silent and have not responded to any of my calls or emails over the past few days. I also spoke to Maui police officers in person in Lahaina and they all denied me my First Amendment right to freedom of the press by denying me access to Lahaina town as well as denying me information. They even sent me on a wild goose chase trying to find their media coordinator who had conveniently gone home for the day by the time I found where he was supposed to be. So it is not the media who is lying to you because I am obligated to only report what has been confirmed. Who's lying to you is the government entities who are trying to cover their asses and not take accountability for how grossly mismanaged this entire situation has been. Maybe if we make this go viral, I'll actually get a response from them. Now what she's saying goes along with the frustration that I've had uh, with my nine years in covering in corporate news, covering disasters. You don't always get 
the immediate answers that you need. And sometimes the public information officer is hard to reach. They get pulled in every direction. They spend sleepless nights and sometimes they just pass out and you can't get a hold of them. And it's frustrating because it's an endlessly developing story. But they should definitely have multiple public information officers out there. I was shocked that they only had 20. They started with one cadaver dog and only went up to 20. They have 20 cadaver dogs now. It's a massive search area. Shouldn't you bring out more dogs and speed this up? But apparently they have lacking resources on Maui. Now look, as far as is this directed energy government planning a weather event, the truth is, look, there's, there is truthful background for these conspiracy theories. People don't come up with this out of nowhere. The truth is that federal programs for weather modification run by the government have been in the works since the at least the 1960s. And I covered this showing official, you can look on official government websites to this day and see, and you know, go, go to NOAA.gov. You can see weather modification programs from the government, how for decades the government's been working on things like engineering a hurricane. How can you, you know, they were at that time, I think it was the 60s, they were working on how can we de-escalate a hurricane. God forbid they would you reverse engineer that to escalate a hurricane. But the truth is, weather modification has been something the government's working on for years. If you actually look directly at government documentation and anyone who uh, says otherwise is just not looking into it. I didn't care to look into it either because it sounded like a conspiracy theory. So this fire actually started on August 8th, which in spiritual communities, 8-8 is the Lion's Gate. Spiritual communities believe this is an intense energy portal day of like super manifestation. Now Hawaii is a very, especially Maui, is a very spiritual island. There's a big spiritual community there of energy workers. That was the home of Ram Das, a big spiritual leader who recently died. And many of his, many of his followers are still there. Now, some wonder, was this, was this a spiritual act? <laughs> this is another thing. Did someone use the unseen energies of spirituality to create this fire? I have this quote that is actually on the wall at my mom's house where I'm visiting her right now. It says, the environment you fashion out of your thoughts, your beliefs, your ideals, your philosophy is the only climate you will ever live in. So my belief is that if enough people all believe and feel the same, they will bring that reality upon themselves. I think...
you know, if you believe in the power of unseen spiritual forces, then that could have definitely happened. And a lot of people on that island believe in 8-8, the Lion's Gate Energy Portal, which is the exact day that this fire started. I know it sounds kooky, but 2019 I actually got very spiritual and um, started to feel some of the unseen energy that is out there. It is, it is a real thing. And my yoga instructor at that time said that she'd gone to yoga and treat, retreats where her fellow yogis focused their energy during a deep meditation and accidentally manifested a, a tornado, <laughs> which is hard to believe. But that's her story. So, you know, that's another theory that is out there. Uh, lots to think about, and I'm just taking everything with a grain of salt. What an absolute tragedy, though. Um, the most deadly uh, U.S. wildfire in over a century. 